Welcome to the Capital Discussions Roundtable. I'm Tom Nunnermaker with Jim Ritchie and our guest, John Locke from Locking Your Success. Uh, before we get started, a quick disclaimer that Capital Discussions is not a broker-dealer or an investment advisor. This presentation is for educational purposes only. You don't know your situation and they have no way of knowing what level of risk is appropriate for you. We're not making any specific trade recommendations. The risk of loss in trading options can be substantial, so please be aware of all of your risks prior to placing any trades. Hypothetical computer simulated trades are believed to be accurately represented. However, actual profit or loss may vary due to market factors such as liquidity, slippage, and commissions. And this is for educational purposes only. So with that out of the way, I will switch the ball over to you, John. And uh, John, it's been a while since you've been with us, so welcome back. It's a long dry spell. We hope to uh, have you back on in the future more uh, more frequently. Well, yeah, that would be fun. The you know one of the things I I was doing we'll we'll be talking about that a little bit as I spent a lot of time. We did a four day trading. I guess we call it a retreat. We did a lot of different things there, but we did a four day trading seminar in Hawaii this year, and it was just a lot to put together and a lot to do. I had never been to Hawaii before, and getting all the logistics straightened out and pulling everybody there and actually having something work out. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, Hawaii is beautiful. It was. It was really great. So um, I was just, you know, really excited to uh, to, to be there and, and to you know be with the traders and everything. But uh, we're, you know, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And um, but that's the primary reason why, uh, you know, I ha I haven't been around, and, and even you know, in, within my own community, I, I, I've been. Uh, <laughs> there were times when 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 things were getting kind of absent once in a while. So, well, we're glad you're here. Well, that's good to hear. That's great. And uh, you know, just to go over who I am for for some of you who might not know me that well, I um, have this company called Locking Your Success LLC. We've been in business for a little over ten years now. Uh, it started out as a life business and success coach or coaching company and, and I'm proud to say we've been able to help hundreds and hundreds of people become successful in all different areas of their life. Uh, since uh, probably 2008, our primary focus has shifted to traders. Uh, most of traders who know of me but haven't really gotten involved with us yet know us. They know about the you know some of the great market neutral trading systems we put out, such as EM3, the broken wing butterfly systems, the M21, and there's just a lot of other stuff that we do. But the reality is, is that's only a really small portion of what we do. Uh, those of you who have gotten involved with us, you realize that I don't really care what you trade. I don't care if you day trade or swing trade or do calendars or any kind of options neutral trade. Uh, it doesn't matter because the reality is that your trade, whatever it happens to be, is actually one of the lesser important aspects when it comes to your ultimate success as a trader. Now, uh, you know, I know that some traders may have a challenge with that statement because when I talk to traders, most of the time, they're on the never-ending quest of finding that perfect set of trading rules that's going to solve all their problems. And you know, I can appreciate that because you know, there was a time in my life when I was in the same place. But what I found through years of experience uh, and experiencing the process of myself of, of, of becoming a, uh, a successful trader and through the many, many people I've helped transition into independent, full-time, confident traders that have been not traders, not, not successful for short terms, but very successful for, for a period of many years, um, is that all, out of all those traders, not one of them does the exact same thing. They all trade different styles. They use different trigger points. Uh, they have different opinions. 
sometimes they have drastically different opinions than my own. And again, I don't care about that either. All I care is that we get them successful. Uh, but we have all these different things going on as far as the system goes and opinions, and yet they still all do fantastic in the market. And on the flip side of that coin, I'd be willing to bet that, well, I, well, put it this way, I'd be willing to bet that any one of those traders could take any decent set of trading parameters, whether it be day trading parameters, swing trading parameters, market neutral parameters, and be profitable in a very short period of time. Uh, in fact, I've actually tested that concept with a few of them, and you know, they've transitioned completely to completely different systems in very short periods of time really without a problem. On the other hand, uh, I'm all absolutely convinced that, you know, based on experience, that you could take probably 80% of traders out there and provide them with the perfect system, if there were such a thing, and they'd still lose money or break even. Uh, you know, and that begs the question, what is it? that makes a trader successful? Well, you know, the first thing you need to understand is a very important concept, and that is, is that trading is not like your typical job. You see, I could be an average plumber, and I could make a living. I could be an average attorney. I could be an average engineer, an average teacher, and I can make a living. But, you know, if I was an average artist or the average actor or, an, or a musician or maybe an average basketball player or an average football player, as, uh, as Jim pointed out, uh, even if I read all the information and I figured out, um, and I figured out uh, how everything happened and I knew everything I needed to know about a particular field, but I couldn't get that sparked. I couldn't gain the intuition that it takes to be a superstar. If that were the case, then I'd be in a situation where my activities were either costing me money, I was, e I was breaking even, or maybe if I was really lucky, you know, I might be able to sporadically make a little bit of money. Because the reality is that if I want to fully support myself in, you know, as an artist or, or, uh, you know, or a basketball player or a musician, I can't be average. I need to be in the top 10%. Now, if I make it, if I make it to the top 10%, there's suddenly this huge, huge shift, and I can do extremely well. In fact, I am a multimillionaire very, very quickly. Now, I understand some of you may not be looking for millions when you're trading, but the well-prepared struggling actor, for example, when he finally hits that breaking point, the money it just comes barreling in. He almost has no choice. It's like, it's like you hit this point, and you're scraping by, you're scraping by, and it's like almost overnight you're a success. Now, we know it doesn't happen that way. There was a lot of work in the background, but that's what, it get, that's what it's like, and it almost can't be stopped. Now, that's the way it is with trading. 90% of traders or more are essentially losing money, they're breaking even, or they're having sporadic income, and that's regardless of what they trade. And it's only the traders who make it to the top 5 to 10% that are going to actually ever be able to fully support themselves long-term as traders. You know, we can get lucky and support ourselves short-term. We can find a system that happens to be working and support ourselves short-term. But when you, when you transition that into long-term, uh, 
you need to be in that 5 to 10%. Now, in order to get into that top 5 to 10%, it takes a lot more than a trading system. It takes clear objectives. It takes focused growth. It takes a growth mindset, and it takes proper coaching. And if you want to support yourself trading, it's also going to take the proper business practices. You know, two of the things that set me apart, in, at least in my opinion, for most of the traders, traders or not traders, but mentors out there, is that first, you know, I'm a real trader, and I trade my own money. I trade a seven-figure account with a professional trading desk. And you, know, you might not think that's a big deal, but the reality is that there's an awful lot of people out there that are teaching trading who never really traded a significant amount of their net worth for any period of time. And I think it's important that you have somebody that does because your success is always going to be limited if the mentor or coach that you choose doesn't fully understand stress and uncertainty that's associated with actually having large amounts of real money on the line and depending on that money for income. And the reason that's important is because overcoming this, this stress and uncertainty that you're going to surely face as a full-time trader is going to be one of the biggest challenges in trading. And, you know, another reason that sets me apart, in my opinion, is that I am a professionally trained coach. I am a master certified transformational coach. I am a certified strategic intervention coach with Robbins Medanis Training. Uh, Tony Robbins is, uh, I don't know who he is, but he is a partner in that firm, and the guy is just simply amazing. I'm also a licensed uh, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, and I'm a master hypnotist with the Society of NLP. I train personally with many people, but, uh, but also including Richard Bandler, who is a co-developer of NLP and uh, also certified in neurodesign engineering. And you know, the, the reality is I probably spend at least five hours studying performance psychology and, uh, and human behavior for every one hour I spend in trading mechanics. Because, and the reason I do this is because your ultimate success is going to be, ter be determined more by you than it is by the trading system that you choose. So basically what I'm saying is that I know a lot about human behavior. I know a lot about peak performance. I know a lot about what it takes to get you successful as quickly as possible so that you can overcome these barriers that are holding you back from achieving your dreams. So let's talk about... Uh, your success for a minute. With a trading triangle, uh, it refers to a process of becoming a successful trader through creating a trading methodology that works for you, modifying your thought processes to maximize your performance to get you into that top 10%, and then plugging that system and their mindset into a long-term successful business model, thereby creating long-term lasting results which I believe is what we're all after. So today what I'd like to do is talk to you about a four-day trading trial workshop we had in Maui last June, which we kind of mentioned earlier. Now, when, we talk, when I talk about this, and, and please feel free to ask any questions as we go along. I'm perfectly good to ask questions. I, don't need to, I have plenty to talk about, that, but I don't need to stay on task. So uh, you know, whatever is important to you guys as traders, to you think we might be able to help you with to become successful. So please feel free to do that. But keep in mind that this workshop was a four-day event, and even the four days wasn't enough for me to go as deep as I wanted. 
the reality is that I could have spent four days on, you know, I don't know, simply the NLP or the psychology section alone, and obviously we covered a lot more than that. So we're just kind of touching the surface of the surface with our time together today. Now, the trading triangle consists of three distinct but overlapping parts. We've got a methodology or your trading systems, we have psychology, and we have business. Of the three, you know, which one is most important? Well, I can tell you just from being a coach and talking to people, that the trading methodology is where most people focus nearly all of their time. Uh, as far as the psychology goes, it's something that everybody talks about, but very few people actually spend a whole lot of time there. There's just a lot of chit-chat in the background about it. And as far as the business model, when we actually start talking business models, for those of you who want to go out and support yourself full-time, <laughs> most common question, the most common answer I get is, what's that? So to help us decide what's most important, whether it be a methodology or a business model or psychology, let's just pretend for a minute that we found the perfect trading system. We found the holy grail. If we did indeed find the perfect trading methodology, do you need the proper business practices? And the answer is no. It's the freaking holy grail. You just put money in, you take money out, everything works fine. But if you have the holy grail, can you mess it up if you're not thinking straight, if you lack confidence, if you're not following the system? Yeah, right? It happens all the time. We can be in a situation or, or multiple situations where we know exactly what needs to be done, we know how to do it, and yet we screw it up anyway. So even if you had this perfect trading methodology, you also need the right psychology to go along with it because you need to have the discipline and confidence to actually follow the system. What about having a perfect business model? If you had the perfect business model as far as a trading business, can you still fail? And the answer is yeah. If your product sucks, right, in a trading business, your product is your methodology, and, your method and if your methodology simply doesn't work, I don't give a damn how your business structure is. The business is going to eventually fail. Now that said, a good business model should include some sort of a process for recognizing and correcting flaws and for innovating new products and for adapting to the marketplace. It should also include the financial reserves that are necessary to carry you through those periods of time when your product's not compatible with the marketplace or it becomes outdated, which is going to happen. Because no matter what you're doing now, no matter how well back-tested or how well it's working, things are going to change. And if your business is going to survive, you need to know how to identify those changes and make the proper adaptations. So in a sense, if you truly have a perfect business model, your business is going to be able to adapt to a product failure. If you put this in the terms of a really good trading business model, you should, become, you should be able to overcome the failure of a particular trading methodology, which is very different than what most traders think. Right? Most traders hang their success on a single methodology or a single 
narrow, narrowly defined set of methodologies, and they hope that it keeps working. That's not a good plan for any business, particularly a trading business. So we need to make sure that the business model includes research and development so you can constantly improve your trading and transition into other methodologies as is required and other situations come up. But if we get, get back into the business models itself, even a perfect business model and the perfect system can't overcome an owner or a trader who's simply not willing to follow a plan. So in that respect, you need to have the right psychology here as well. Which brings up the question, can you fail with the perfect psychology? If you set goals, if you have a positive mindset, if you're willing to learn and willing to adapt, can you still fail? And the answer is absolutely. As a matter of fact, you will fail. Failure is part of life. It's part of business. It's part of trading. And failure is necessary for success. You know, it's extremely unfortunate that in schools, they teach you that failure should be avoided. They ingrain deep into your unconscious mind that if you make a mistake or you don't fit into that little box of expectations they've created for you, then you're going to get a bad grade. And you know what? Your parents didn't help out much either because if you didn't get an A, well, there must be something wrong with you. And they'll tell you if you get too many bad grades, you're going to fail. And if you fail, <laughs> well, your whole future is ruined. So you'd better conform and you'd better be perfect or else. So people go through their whole lives fearing failure trying to conform, avoiding risk, and trying to hide mistakes so they appear to be perfect to everybody else. But at the same level, they also know they can do better than their crappy job they're in now. They know they deserve a better life, but in order to do that, they need to do something new. But they don't want to make a mistake, especially when money's on the line. So they go on this quest this quest to find the perfect trading system, the trade that's going to work no matter what. Now, some of you might say, well, that's not me. I know I'll lose sometimes. And you're right. Consciously, you may logically realize that you are going to take losses. But unconsciously, it's very different. Underneath that logic, you're getting these feelings. And those feelings are saying, I have to win. I've got to get that A. I, ha I got to get that A. I have to be perfect. And you're wondering whether or not that's, and if you're wondering whether or not that's true, all you need to do is pay attention to your feelings. Pay attention to your stress levels. Pay attention to what you're saying to yourself. And ultimately, pay attention to what you do. And you realize that your unconscious, or the part of you that drives 98% of your actions, behaviors, and feelings, is simply not willing to t accept those losses. And you'll also realize that it's not your logic that's actually driving the bus. That's not what's making the decisions. You'd like to think it is, but it's not. And if you're not willing to fully accept failure and learn from that failure at an unconscious level, that's going to be a continuing barrier to your success for as long as you trade. And not only in trading, but really in every part of your life. The reality is 
that success in anything worthwhile requires what most people see as repeated, ongoing failure. I can guarantee you that the best traders in the world have lost more trades and have made more mistakes than you can imagine. And that's exactly why they are the top traders in the world. And those elite traders are still failing their way to success on an ongoing basis. So this thing they taught you in school and what they learned and what you learned from your parents about failure, you got a raw deal. You were shafted. You were taken advantage of and you were cheated. You were cheated out of your success. Not on purpose. They didn't know any better. But you do. Or at least you should now. And now it's time to realize that in order to win, to win at the life that you want and to win at trading, you have to be freely willing to fail, to learn from that failure, and be willing to fail again and again as you continue to grow and win at the game that we call being a trader. This is the mindset you have to develop because no matter how good you think your system is, no matter how much you back-tested, and no matter how much everything turned out wonderful, realize that you are going to make mistakes. Your system, whatever it is, I don't care who developed it or how wonderful they are, will have occasions and sometimes extended periods of time when it's simply not working. Or maybe something unexpected is going to happen. Or maybe you make this huge error in judgment and you take this huge, huge loss. You're going to get off track one way or another. And it's going to hurt. And it's going to look like you failed. And that's exactly the time where you need to celebrate. You need to take the lessons you've learned, apply them, and continue forward. And that's something you have to understand at an unconscious level. I think we understand it consciously, but you have to, it has to be fully ingrained at in an in unconscious level to become a successful long-term trader. And for most people, this is going to take a huge shift in psychology and the way that they think. And that's why we focus a lot of our time on psychology in the trading triangle. And it's also why I believe that psychology is the number one most important factor in your success as a trader. Now that said, many of the challenges that we face that on the surface appear to be psychological issues are not psychological issues. A lot of the fear and the stress many people experience in trading is due to incomplete processes false expectations, poor planning, lack of preparation, lack of knowledge, and simply trading with too much money for your net worth and experience level. And if any of these are the case for you, you should feel uneasy, you should be fearful, and you should feel afraid because your psychology is working perfect. We should experience stress and anxiety when we're trading with money we can't afford to lose or we trade without clearly defined plans, or with the expectation that it's supposed to be easy or that we're going to make money on every trade. If this is the case and our brains are doing what they're designed to do, they're warning us that we're doing something against our best interest, or shall I say, stupid. And you should feel stressed. Now, the cool thing with NLP is if you want to remove appropriate stress, 
I could certainly teach you how to do that. Because it's possible to remove or become desensitized to stress, even if that stress is extremely warranted. And if you want proof, all you have to do is look at the people you pass on the highway who are so comfortable driving down the road at 70 miles an hour, nearly 10 times the speed a human was biologically designed to travel, texting on their phone, perfectly calm, when they are moments away from something like this. Let me refresh this for you. Right? I'll just shoot this forward. Okay. Bam. And yet at the same time, that same person is literally scared to death about losing a few trades. My point is we can become completely relaxed, completely relaxed about anything. And I can show you how to be completely relaxed about anything. But if you're doing something stupid, that doesn't change the fact you're taking on too much risk and you're eventually going to get slammed no matter how calm you are, no matter how positive your attitude is. Because you're just simply not doing things properly. So the first thing that needs to be done is to make an honest evaluation. Oh, what do we got going on? We have to mute somebody there, Tom. I didn't hear anything. Really? Okay, you know what? That's, that may be on my end. Hold on. Okay, fantastic. All right, so we're back to normal. Okay. Okay. So anyway, back to this. Um, so we need to make an honest evaluation for fears of valid, because if they are, then we need to be working on our processes. And processes are part of the trading system and the business systems. Um, you know, one of the things that I tell people all the time is making money in the market long term is extremely simple from a mechanical standpoint. It's much more simple than most traders realize, but it's far from easy. The mindset and the discipline that are required to take those simple actions uh, when things aren't going as planned is what separates long-term profitable traders from those who have sporadic success and may be doing well temporarily, but are ultimately destined to fail or break even as traders. If we get back to process, process issues are very common when I'm talking to somebody. We look into what they're doing and we find process problems meaning their fears are at least somewhat valid. Again, and the great part about process problems is process problems are very straightforward to fix. You might not like the fix, but it's going to be very straightforward to fix. A lot of the process problems that, are, uh, that traders deal with are addressed in a program that we have that's called APM Squared. It's a program uh, where we talk about having a plan for every trade, tracking your trades, uh, tracking your psychology, uh, through journals and then debriefing the trade and using that information to improve your plan, to improve your confidence, and to improve your psychology. When I put that program together, I didn't make that stuff up. All I did is I mirrored processes 
that are used by top coaches, coaches in virtually every field to produce top performing results. And it's an extremely reliable way to become a top performing trader as well. And we can use these types of things to fix our trading, to think to fix our thinking processes, to fix our business models, which in turn relieves stress and skyrockets confidence. So realize that many perceived psychological problems are in fact as simple as trading without a plan or trading with too large a size, which are very straightforward to correct. So before you diagnose yourself with a, a mental illness, make sure you're doing the basics right because that's going to solve a lot of issues on its own. But, you know, if you, uh, if you know your processes are solid and yet you still have challenges, then we start talking about making some changes in psychology. Now, when... We start talking about psychology. I don't have a slide for this, so we'll just move on. When we start talking about psychology, things get a lot more exciting, and they get a lot more challenging because a problem experienced while trading or a problem in your relationships or virtually any part of your life can be directly related to some innocent comment your kindergarten teacher made when you were five years old, which has since manifested into this huge issue, not only in your trading but in all areas of your life where you feel stuck, or a lack of progress, and a lot of the times, you won't even be aware of what that comment was, at least not consciously. So in other words, you may be dealing with a belief, a value, uh, or identity conflicts that uh, are not only completely absurd uh, and not relevant anymore, but are also creating feelings and therefore actions that are in complete conflict with your financial and your trading goals. So when we speak of goals, you know, one of the things uh, is that in order to be a top trader or a top performer in anything, you need to have appropriate goals. You know, uh, you know if I took a, bas a professional basketball player, for example, and I, you know, I forced the guy to wear this crazy set of uh, beer goggles or joke goggles that they have, you know, the ones that distort the image so much you can hardly walk, if, I, if he had those on, if I put those on him and he tried to play a game, how well is he going to do when he can't see the ball being tossed around, when it's hard to see the court and you, you don't even know where the goal is? You know, is the guy going to is he going to score a lot of baskets? And my question is, why not? He's very talented. He has all the skills, right? He wants to win, but what he doesn't have is he doesn't have a clear vision of the playing field and he doesn't have a clear vision of the goal. So he's going to be wandering around the court in frustration instead of making those scores, instead of making the baskets. In order to be effective traders, we have to make decisions on how to behave. We need to behave in certain ways. And in order to make the correct decisions, we have to first know what it is we're trying to accomplish. Now, one of the things we discuss in coaching is goals. Um, and when I talk to most traders and I ask them why they're trading, the most common answer I get is, I want more money. Well, of course, everybody wants more money. But not only is that a poorly defined goal, but it's also completely untrue. Yes, you consciously think you want more money, but that's not what you really want. What you really want is a feeling. You want the feeling that that money, you think that money is going to give you. It might be security. It might be significance. Perhaps it's love uh, or, or something else. 
And you've made up these set of rules in your head that say, in order to feel whatever it is I'm trying to feel, I must have more money. And I'd be willing to bet that you have no idea how much money that's actually going to take, which is a problem because if that's the case, if you always need more money to fulfill this need that you're trying to fulfill with getting more money trading, you're never going to allow yourself to actually feel truly wealthy. You'll never be able to feel true happiness or any of the whatever other feeling that you're looking for. So in the trading triangle, we get really deep into that. We talk about the importance of properly setting goals, of making sure your wants, your beliefs, your values, and your identity are in alignment so that you can go ahead and get what you want. So, for example, you know, if you just look at, a, at something at the belief level, for example, you know, if I don't believe in my plan, or if you don't believe in your plan, if you don't believe you can achieve, if you don't believe in yourself, whether it be in the area of career or relationships or hobbies or any part of your life, and that includes trading, you're going to avoid doing the behaviors that will get you what you want. You will be what we call a dabbler in that area. Dabblers say, oh, I'm going to try this, and I'm going to try that, and boy, I hope it works. Dabblers get what they want only when the choice is easy and there's little risk involved. As soon as things get difficult, they're off and on to something else. So when things are going okay, you can do well trading as a dabbler. And that may go on for months or perhaps even years sometimes. And you can follow your plan. But when things become questionable, when things get challenging and they change, uh, you have a real problem. Because when you tell yourself to follow a trading plan that you don't actually believe in, and you frame a loss in a manner that threatens your very security, there's no way you're going to follow the plan. Your mind's simply not going to allow you to risk your security for something that you might get. You have to believe in what you're doing. And even if you do truly believe, you still have other challenges because you have other things like values and your identity to contend with. If, you're, uh, if, you, if you have this belief that it's possible to... Um, uh, this trading system is, it's possible to make a ton of money with this trading system and you value, but you don't value money or you have a value that says, you know, if I, if I end up getting rich, then my friends aren't going to like me so much anymore, which is likely very true, by the way, if your friends aren't currently rich now, um, and you value those friendships, then you may avoid, you know, trading well to protect your friendships. And this all goes on underneath the surface, and, you, and consciously you just don't have any idea of what that is. Or say you have an identity of being a $30,000 a year man or a poor person. Your identity is, is you know, we go over this in the, in, in, in the Trading Triangle seminar, your identity is the strongest driving force of your behavior. And if you, your identity is a $30,000 a year man and you start making $50,000 or $100,000 or $200,000 in a given year, that conflicts your, with your identity, and you are going to unconsciously do things and shift things and break from your plan and, uh, and come in line with your identity because you'll always be in line with that. So just very, things, very important things to uh, talk about. In fact, your psychology is so important to your success as a trader 
that we invest more than eight hours with the psychology section of the Trading Triangle. We dive deep into how you think. We identify what's holding you back from massive success. We teach you to harness the power of your own mind and use it to your advantage. We teach you about the six human needs. We teach about beliefs and values and identity so you understand what's driving your behaviors, your actions, and your feelings. We uh, teach you how to instantly drop into what's known as the zone. And there's just so much great stuff there. So, you know, essentially, in short term, we want to install the thought processes that long-term, highly successful traders have so you can propel yourself forward and become the confident, prosperous trader that you were actually meant to be. And, um, you know, again, if there's any questions, just feel free to ask them. Feel free to interrupt me, Tom. But um, let's just kind of move on to the, maybe the business leg of the triangle. Um, let me share with you the normal content, the context of a normal uh, conversation I might have with a trader who wants to go out on some. He'd be like, I'd be like, well, how can I help you? He'd be like, I want to quit my job and I want to just trade. Okay, great. Tell me about your strategy. How long you've been trading? You know, what are your results thus far? And he'd say, well, I started doing the whatever, the whatever trade or the whatever strategy. And I haven't lost in six months, or maybe they did 50% for the last two years, or something like that. And hopefully they're actually following some type of a process, and it's not completely random. Um, but assuming they are, I say, okay, great. At least you're live trading, and, you followed, and you're following some type of plan. And I say this because I get calls from people who've never actually live traded before. They've, they've picked up a program, they've back-tested, they've seen a, a, a webinar on the Internet, and they're all ready to, to hop out on their own. And, uh, you know, so the, the first thing I say is, well, what's your plan for when your strategy stops working? And I get complete silence. They're like, well, what do you mean? It's always worked. So I ask, well, how do you know? And you'll get something like, well, you know, it's, it's worked for the last year, and, uh, you know, I did this bag testing thing. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I see. What I need to do is I need to get through to this trader that whatever is happening now is going to change. And I want him to know that I want him to know or be aware of what he's going to do when it does, especially if he's going to go out on his own and he's going to depend on trading for an income. Because once you take that step, it's, it's, a big, it's a big step. So anyway, I make sure that uh, you know, whatever process he's following, uh, you know, he has the right expectations for that process and that he understands that he's going to have to jump into other processes later on uh, more than likely. I mean, we have the option of riding out a process until the market returns back favorable to us, which can take a very long time sometimes. But that is, the, that is an option as long as you have significant cash reserves in order to do so. But um, from there, you know, tell me about your situation. What is your net worth? How much is liquid? You know, what are your yearly expenses? How much money are you going to trade with? And what are your expectations for income? And you know, what are you planning to have for other sources of income? And I get a big question mark when they say other sources of income. The reality is, is you know, your average millionaire, he has probably seven sources of income. He's, he's not generally relying on, on, on solely on trading, necessarily. They have lots of other things going on, and that provides you diversification. Takes it out of the market, and it's, just, it's realistically the smart thing to do. And, you know, we, we coach people on that type of stuff, too, and, you know, what are we going to do for different sources of income? But moving on, 
but I'll get, I'll, I'll get something like, well, my net worth is, uh, well, I'm not really sure what my net worth is. And, uh, you know, I, I, my expenses, I'm not really sure what they are, but, you know, I, I make $8,000 a month now, and I think I could probably live on 5000 and I got $100,000, and I, I could put that in a trading account, and if I make 5% a month, then I'm going to be all set. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> That's your plan? Um, you know, have you ever run a business before? Obviously, when I get an answer like that, usually it's no. Trading for your sole source of income is not like having a job. It's a lot like owning a business. In a business, you do not get a regular paycheck. I know there's a lot of advertisers out there on the Internet that advertise regular paychecks. They call things income trades, and they, they make the assumption that you're going to make this whatever every single month or every single week. But it's not like that. You have periods of time where you make lots and lots of money. You do really, really well. And you have periods of time when you make nothing. And you have periods of time when you lose money. So you need to budget very carefully. In fact, poor budgeting and lack of capital are among the biggest causes of failure in any business. And this is particularly true for a trading business because the capital in your account is the golden goose that provides you with income. And that money cannot be taken out below a certain base level for any reason. In fact, that base level has to actually increase in order for you to keep up with rising costs. So you need to take out less than you make. This means if you don't make enough money in a particular month or a particular year or a particular week, that your expenses cannot be taken from that account. And if you take a loss on any given month or series of months, not only can you not draw from that account to support yourself, but you also need to have money set aside so you can refund the account to get back to the base level that you need to make the income that you're looking for. If you do not do that, you get into this perpetuating downward cycle that's going to eventually put you out of business. And in addition to that, you need to have enough money set aside so that if you lose every penny you've invested in your trade, that you'll still be able to refund the account so that you can keep trading. And you still have enough left over to pay your expenses. And you need to be able to do so in a manner where that if any of these things occur, you can keep an abundance mindset. Because the moment a trader whose only source of income is trading moves into a fear and scarcity mindset, it is over, my friends. The market owns your ass, and it will put you out of business. The only thing that might save you is an extreme amount of luck, and I do not want people that I put out on the street as traders counting on luck. The reality is traders, most traders have no idea of the amount of capital they need, nor the mental stresses that they're going to encounter with, as full-time traders. And as a result, they literally set themselves up for failure. So with the business section, we go through, of the trading trial, we go through what you need to know before you go out on your own. We discuss what you need for net worth. How much of that net worth should you be trading with? 
how should you set up your accounts? How should you able, uh, in order to do in order to be successful long term? We we help you set up budgets and cash flow expectations. How to um, we look at hedging and disaster planning and other things you need to understand so that you know what to expect and how to maximize your chances at being successful long term. Um, and with the trading systems themselves, I mean, I'm not going to spend really any time here with trading systems. We, I, you know, this is a trading group, and you have all kinds of great trading systems out there. You have lots of people who do a lot of great work, and um, uh, and and they're out there. Um, but in the trading triangle program, what we do with trading systems is we dive deep into broken-wing butterfly trades. We talk about how to uh, you know, adjust and put on and position size those trades, how to adapt the trades to during market conditions uh, using you know, M21 type of concepts and stuff like that. So uh, that's basically what I have for a, for a um, presentation, per se. Um, does anybody have any questions on trading psychology, setting up a trading business, or maybe what it takes to move to the next level in trading? You got anything, Tom? Um. I don't see any questions. Let's see. Let me just scroll up. Okay. A couple of comments. No, but, but John Tory realizes that it was all Mrs. Anderson's fault. It is all Mrs. Anderson's fault. <laughs> it's probably his kindergarten teacher. <laughs> she was really problematic. <laughs> no, the reality is that we go through this period of time when five, you know, up till we're five to seven years old called an infant period. And Things happen during that time, and um, you know, well, something that most people don't uh, comprehend or realize is that when you're that age, you have uh, we, we have what we call an unconscious mind, or some people call it a subconscious mind and a conscious mind. One of them is uh, you know responsible for your, your conscious mind, responsible for your logical reasoning and so forth. But before you get to say seven years old, you really don't have any logical reasoning whatsoever. Everything just slips right in. So, you know, you could be playing with a toy and in the kitchen and your mother could cut her hand, for example, and she would be all upset. And then, uh, you know, all you know is, all your brain knows is, I was playing with this toy and this terrible thing happened. And then you associate that toy with um, this terrible thing happening and you no longer like the toy. In fact, you may be afraid of the toy or, or, or anything you associate with that toy. And you will literally take that whole fear or process or dislike and you will run it through your entire life unless you you know something about it. I mean, in a lot of cases it may not affect you, but in a lot of cases it really does. So, you know, things like that are extremely uh, important when we, we come to trading and we start pushing our psychology because, you know, like we said, it's a, it's, it's a uh, trade. You have to be in the top 10% of traders and to be in the top 10% of anything, we need to we need to have the proper psychology in order to do that. You know, the, the mechanics just don't cut it at that point, um, and that's why it's just extremely important to go over that type of stuff. Uh, we did have a couple of questions pop up. Uh, let's see, Ray asked, "Will there be a course, or is this one-on-one -on -one mentoring?" Oh well, yeah. Like I said, I, I I was going over what we did. I'm actually going to we will we will um, eventually hopefully maybe within a month or so here or in the next month, release the recordings of the, uh, of the event we had. So we did record that, and uh, you know, I don't have 
the whole details on it, but you know, we'll, we'll let you know. You can come to our website, LockingYourSuccess.com, or you can just go to TradingTriangle.com and, um, you know, just to, and just sign up to keep updated on something like that. Let's see. Andy asks, is the Trading Triangle available as a course? Um, was Maui recorded, and what's the difference between APM and M21? That's quite a... Quite a load of questions there in one one or two sentences. Well, that's okay. Well, I think we already answered the first three. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna ha we're gonna have a recording available for Trading Triangle Maui. I'm also developing a comprehensive online course, which is going to be much longer. Uh, you know, even the, the Hawaii event was, um, you know, it was more of a workshop, I guess, but it was still it was four days worth of material. It's a lot of material. Um, as far as uh, APM squared and M21. M21, we custom design trading plans for specific market environments. So we might take, uh, in other words, rather than what a lot of income traders do is they take this trade and they and they just apply it every single month. Um, you know, if you're lucky, or, or you know, a lot of them are high probability trades, and, and you know, I mean, you can do okay over periods of time that way. But if you want to get above that, you want to start making a lot more money and these higher percentages that a lot of our traders are doing, then you need to make some adaptations for what the market is actually doing and taking, you know, taking advantage of opportunity. And with EM21, we will we'll look at what the market's doing. We'll take a look at the market cycles and volatility levels. And we'll, and we'll make a, uh, as we say, a best guess at what the market is most likely to do. Now, this can be directional, but it doesn't necessarily, or most of the time it's not. It's just simply leaning things a little bit. In other words, you can be completely wrong and still do probably as well as you do in an income trade anyway. It's just a little bit more challenging. But when you're right, you can, you can generate some really, really great um, returns that way. And we show you how to set that up and, and how to design you know, trades and take advantage of, um, of of what you think is going to happen in the market. Uh, and APM squared is a program where we do um, uh, where we talk some about trading psychology. Uh, I, I try to with all my new programs we're putting out. We're trying to well anything advanced. We're trying to put in psychology, and there's a really great section on psychology in APM squared. Uh, we talk about um, more advanced position management of broken wing butterfly style and M3 style trades. We talk about you know, trading uh, capital efficient in, in, a, in an M3 trade and a lot of other variations of that trade. And you know, one of the, the best things about that whole class is the, the sections we have on the types of back trading to do and um, how to improve your performance as a trader using uh, back-testing, uh, back using what we call trade debriefs, and, uh, and things like that. So uh, that's, that's what ATM squared is. So that's the difference. And did you see uh, Dirk's question about when's the right time to quit active trading, drawdown, time stop, too many changes of strategies, et cetera? Well, obviously, that's going to be subjective to uh, to the person, and I don't know what your situation is. But generally, if your if your intent is to be a full time trader or 
uh, and you're really serious about it, you're really never going to quit. What you'll do is you'll move down to a smaller position size, you'll move down to paper, uh, and you'll, you'll, you'll settle out. So, uh, you know, if you're switching, if you're up there and you're switching trading systems, and, you know, I, I have challenges like this with, with people I coach. I'll, I'll have a guy, I'll come in, and he'll trade the M3, and, um, you know, maybe he'll have a couple of months that will break even or maybe small losses, and he'll say, oh, well, the bull trade did really well. So he'll come in and he'll do a bull trade. And, uh, and yeah, the bull trade did very well, but, you know, in the fourth or fifth month, I mean, most of these trades, no matter what you trade, are going to have about a 9, nine to 3 win-loss ratio or, you know, in the 80%, 80-90% range. And, you know, by that time that comes, the market goes down. They take a big loss. They take a loss in the bull trade. So, they say, oh, that's not going to work. So then they go into a bearish butterfly. But, you know, after a bull trade's lost, a bearish butterfly, that's most likely time that's going to lose because now the market has a lot of power to push you know, back to the upside again. And then, oh, that's not working. I think I'm going to try this broken-wing butterfly. And, you know, and then, then that loses. And then, you know, then they just go round and round and round um, rather than sitting there and just trading and figuring out what to do. Uh, you know, if you're not following a plan, you've got to go in. You've got to make sure you have a plan. It doesn't matter whose plan it is. I don't really give a crap, right? The, the, the thing is, is being consistent with that plan and, and then working with it and gradually modifying it until it fits what your personality is and, and making it something you can trade. A lot of times that takes going down to a smaller position size. Sometimes, in extreme cases, it may take even going down to paper. But if you can put on a trade where your maximum loss is 50 bucks and 50 bucks is bothering you, you need to talk to me about something else, right? <laughs> assuming, you, you know, assuming you have the net worth to actually be able to be trying to do the thing, type of thing you're doing. So. Um, so generally, I would say you don't quit. You just go back, smaller position size, even even if you have to go to complete your paper uh, until you find that system where where at least on paper you're profitable, and then you can transfer that into a small position size and then and gradually size up. Great, John. Well, I, uh, I think we're out of questions, and we're almost out of time anyway, so this is probably a good place to stop. So uh, thanks very much for your insights. We really appreciate you coming, and uh, we hope to have you back more often. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Well, one other thing too, I'd like to mention too is we have our mentor Dave Thomas, and uh, and you know he's doing coaching with me as well, and um, you know so uh, he's been doing an excellent job taking new traders and getting them uh, up to speed really, really quickly, and uh, yeah. So uh, and uh, I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. So uh, also I want to I want to thank you. I want to thank Jim for for having me. I appreciate uh, you coming here, and, and thanks everybody for listening. John, it's always wonderful having you on. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks. Talk to you soon. All right. See you, everyone. Yeah. Bye.